This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A product of the Whisper Forge. Sound and story brought to life. Caravan would not be possible without support from our Lords of Hell. We want to give a shout out to the eccentric Lord Bridge. This week, Lord Bridge joined the other demon lords in terrifying everyone living in the fourth circle to uproot and migrate to the third circle. Canyoneers would do well to steer clear of Lord Dave, the decorative Lord of Hell. Rumor has it Lord Dave has been making these adorable little wreaths out of the entrails gutted from canyoneers who dared tread too deeply into the canyon. What's this? A demon lord is evolving! All must genuflect in honor of our newly ascended Lord of Hell, T.H. Ponders. Lord Ponders ascended from the ranks of the Demon Legions as a tiny but ambitious imp, and eventually traded in enough dark contracts to rise, reborn at last as a self-made demon lord. We're so grateful for our Lord's continued patronage and, um, mercy, I guess. Before we jump in, a note on our content. Caravan is created for adult audiences only. We advise listener and reader discretion for graphic depictions of violence, frank portrayal of sexuality, discussion of mental illness and existential struggle, and some downright filthy language. It gets mighty dangerous in the canyon, but if you need a breather, we've got your back. Whenever you're feeling ready and able, we hope you'll join us. Maybe I can't breathe, but like hell I'm gonna go down on my first night in the canyon. I kick and buck as loud as I can against some crate stacked in the wagon. You hear that? Back in the wagon. Quiet, boy! I kick some more. Ah shit, Betsy spooked as hell. At least I guess so, cause the wagon's bucking. And now we're... Moving? No, 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 Betsy, where are you? No, you I turn around to whatever's been sucking the air out of me. It's... some kind of ghost lady? No body, just an eerie floaty head with these long, long white wisps of hair. I guess this is the banshee. As the wagon bucks and rocks, her head's bouncing off the inside of the wagon like a pinball. I'll give you back your voice! Stop! Oh, jeez. I really thought I was going to pass out there. I said, oh, ah, make the wagon stop! You know, 
I didn't think a levitating banshee would have such a hard time keeping balance in a wagon. Does it hurt banging your head everywhere? I should you after all. No, 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 no. Okay, wait. I just have to get Betsy to hear me. Betsy! Hey, Betsy. Um, there's fragile cargo on here. Could you slow down? What the hell else do you want me to do? I try getting up to my feet, but Betsy's moving at a full speed now. The wheel catches on a big rock just as I try standing and get knocked back down to my feet again. Just get me out of here! Just get me out of here! Uh, didn't you just, like, teleport into here out of nowhere? If I can get the door open, will that do? Do it! I throw my full weight at the wagon door. Ugh, shit. It's stuck. This is so embarrassing! Pagano's in this wagon for sure. Betsy's moving at top speed and there's no way the wagon's gonna survive all the twists in the road. Argo and Dakota can't catch up at this rate. Sorry, lady, but I'm out of ideas. I have one. Trust me. Fuck no. Open your mouth. Absolutely fucking not. The wagon swings sharply around a corner as a bunch of junk in the wagon slides over to one side. I almost feel like we're going to flip over, but we don't. Which makes me think there's probably just a steep drop right next to us. Betsy's reins snap with a loud crack, and for a second the wagon falls still. It teeters for a second, as if we're balancing right on a precipice, and I hold my breath. As if that'll do anything. For a second against all reason, it feels like it's working. We stop moving. But inch by inch, I feel us tilting over the edge. Okay, whatever. I'll open my mouth. Then what? Scream for me. You are twisted, you know that? I said scream! I don't have much choice. The wagon finally gives way and lurches over the drop. We're in full free fall and I scream. Ah! And as my mouth opens, the weird ghost lady gives me a creepy smile and flies straight into my mouth. Into my mouth. It feels like swallowing a snowball. Something freezing and wet. It pushes my scream back into my mouth and just down my throat. Gross. But then, a second later, it's gone. Time slows down all around me. I see the crates in midair floating up as the wagon drops down. And I'm... Levitating? It feels like I'm in a falling elevator. And so... I scream again. It's a horrible scream. It feels like... Like antifreeze gushing through my veins. Needles exploding out of my nerve endings. It's not just me screaming, but the banshee screaming inside me. And there's this enormous, unstoppable tidal wave of rage washing through me as we scream out. I've never felt anything like it. Are these her feelings? There's no time to wonder. The stuck door blasts open in front of me. 
I get blown back against the inside, straight out through the back as wood and canvas break against the force of my body, slamming through. And then... I'm floating there. Outside in the night air, next to the cliff. Time speeds up again, and suddenly the entire wagon drops in front of me into the canyon below. It's a long, long way down. I can't even see the bottom, but I hear an awful crash when the wagon hits. Does this mean I can... fly? Before I can even try, I feel that cold, wet ghost lady coming up my throat again. And I guess she can still talk in my head? I'm coming out, boy. Oh, don't bother trying to speak. I'm in your mind. Just think whatever you need to tell me. Wait, you can read my mind? Only while I'm inside you. And I plan on leaving now if you could just open your mouth again. But if I do that, do I stop levitating? Yes. But then I'll fall. That's not my problem. Can you just stay with me till we get to solid ground? I prefer to exit this wretched human body as soon as possible. So you're just going to leave me hanging? Not even hanging. Just dropping to your death. You're more trouble than you're worth. Uh, but wait, you're the one who came to me. And now I regret it. I'm just going to try to float down and... Hmm. How do I do that exactly? You must will it. Um, I'm willing it, all right. This isn't one of those, uh, channel your chakras into the soles of your feet things, is it? I tried doing it every time I watched Naruto, and one time I went too hard and I kind of let out a fart. I don't know what any of those words mean. But no! You must get in closer touch with your body. I don't exactly know how to do that. <sighs> All right. Take a breath. <gasps> now, that air inside of you, imagine it's binding to every inch of you from the inside. Mm. Stop making noise! <sighs> Quiet, boy! Don't. Just think it. Feel it. Now, don't push it down. Picture it flowing through you in the direction you want to go. And I feel myself move, just like that. Slowly I start inching downward, but I feel weightless. Like it's not gravity pulling on me, just my body wants to move down. I want to make a noise, but I'm holding all this air in me and I just don't want to let it go. I'm afraid I'll deflate and drop a hundred feet. When you feel ready, you can breathe out. It's a scary thought, but at this point I've been trusting the Banshee for this long. So I exhale, and sure enough, I start dropping faster and faster. But I'm not falling. I take another breath, and it slows down. I'm just a couple of yards above the ground now. And if I can just let go... There. I'm on the ground now. That was... freaking amazing. Thanks. You know, for... 
for not just letting me die out here. Wait, does this mean you're gonna kill me now? No, child. Now that I think on it, it's rather comfortable inside this body. Warm. Unusually so, I think. But snug and cozy. Well, gee, I'm glad. But you're not gonna, like, possess me or anything, are you? No, we'll see. Uh, wait, hold on. You're just gonna stay in there? I did save your life, didn't I? After putting it in mortal danger. Did you have fun floating in the air? I, I mean, yeah, it was fun in, like, a, a terrifying way. Wait, does this mean I can do that whenever I want? So long as I'm a welcome guest in your body, I shall lend you this power. Dope. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be excited about this, huh? Do me a favor, boy, will you? Take me somewhere pretty. Um... I should try to find wherever Betsy got off to, and Dakota, and Argo. Well, a flying boy shouldn't have any trouble doing that now, should he? Can't you go sightseeing on your own? No. Huh. Why not? I'm blind, boy. Whoa, I, I didn't know that. Um, wait, so how did you find me? It's the strangest thing. Most nights, I roam the canyon and I hear people's spirits. I chase them down and suck the life out of them. But with you, well, it felt like warmth. A nice fire in a cold night. I just moved toward it and there you were. Aw, you think I'm warm. It's an unusual aura, to be sure, but I'd be cautious, child. There are far deadlier beings in the canyon than I. And a spirit like yours, they'll do whatever they can to claim it for their own. I don't get what's so great about it. It's warm. And tasty. Ew, you're not tasting me right now, are you? <laughs> Be at ease, boy. I will not eat my house. Cool. Um, am I gonna need to start sucking people's souls now to keep you fed? Normally, I would say yes. But this warmth in you, it sustains me. I require neither sustenance nor rest while I'm in its light. For now, go about your life. But take me somewhere pretty, please, and tell me what it looks like. Well... It's kind of pretty here, now that you mention it. Is that right? Yeah. We're looking out over a cliff's edge into the canyon still. It's weird. The deeper I fall in, the deeper still it looks. It's like it keeps getting bigger and bigger right in front of my eyes. It's pretty chilly, actually. But the sky's clear. Ugh, not like last night. You can see so many stars. God, I've never seen so many at once. It's beautiful. You've never seen stars before? No, I, I'm a city boy. Usually the light pollution is so bad you can't even make out the North Star. Where are you from? I don't even remember. What brought you to the canyon? I uh, kind of fell into it. 
My best friend Carlisle and I were on a trip. We were going to sightsee. God, I think he'd love this view. I wonder where he is. If he's looking at it right now. If he's looking for... If he's looking for me right now. You were separated then? Yeah. I'm sorry, boy, but if he's anywhere in the canyon without supernatural protection, he's most likely dead. Jeez, uh, I hope not. I don't know, I feel like... I feel like Carlisle could hold his own in a fight. He's pretty buff, you know? <laughs> Demons can tear through humans like paper. Yikes. So, um, yeah, can you fill me in on this whole demon sitch? Are we going to run into those? Argo and Dakota kind of made it sound like a whole the night is dark and full of terrors thing. Your companions are correct, though the danger is greater the deeper one ventures into the canyon. How come? Are they, like, coming out of some portal at the bottom? Why, yes, how did you know? Holy shit, I didn't. But I've watched enough movies to guess. Uh, anyway, that's like super not good, right? Well, they enjoy murdering, pillaging, and worse, so yes. But you're not a demon. You're a banshee. Weren't you trying to suck my soul out a minute ago? You'd prefer I resume? <laughs> yeah, hikes. No, thank you. But how many other dangerous things down here could be worse? Most are earthly beings. Werewolves, vampires, ghosts such as myself. We're from this world. Devils, demons, eldritch horrors. Those are from another world. But I'm the only banshee I've ever met. And banshees are like super mad lady ghosts or something. In a manner of speaking... I didn't choose to become one. But, uh, well, the world works in strange ways down here. What you feel becomes what you are. And you got so angry you literally became a banshee. It sounds foolish to you, I know. But you will never know what it's like to be filled with so much rage you forget who you are. You don't even remember your own name? No. It melted away from me as my anger burned me into what I am. Uh, for a really angry lady, you're awfully patient with me. <laughs> That's the thing about rage. There's the burning feeling. But even a flame feels numb over time. Try being angry for all eternity. It can't last. Let it come in waves and it'll sustain you forever. There's got to be a way to turn you back, right? Like, what if we just fix whatever you were mad about in life? If only I remembered. But I doubt it was any one thing. I mean, it's got to be a pretty bad thing. Certainly. But maybe more common than you realize... You would never understand. Yeah, I'm kind of at a loss here. I... I don't know what you're talking about at all. Just leave it. You would never be able to grasp it. The anger. The rage of being a woman in this world. 
Well, shit. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't. So you're saying living a whole life one way is enough to make you into something you wish you weren't? I didn't choose it for myself, no. I'm sorry. You should be. I may not know what it's like to be a woman, but... Uh... I don't know. The world hates me for all kinds of reasons. It'll never be the same as what you lived, but... I could try to understand. Suddenly, I feel the banshee inside me turn into ice, and then a wave of heat washes through my body. Uh, I feel like I swallowed an icy hot batch or something. That is kind to hear, boy. I mean it. I'm really sorry that it happened, but if you end up remembering ever, can you at least tell me? I'll try to make it right. I promise. You don't even know me, fool. This kindness of yours will get you killed, child. And yours spared my life. That remains to be seen. I may eat you up yet. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, there's a lot of things about me that should have gotten me killed a long time ago. Given the world that we live in today. But hey, those are the chances I take living every day. What's one more? Come with me. Besides, I like having superpowers. Superpowers? Well, I don't know. Flying around and stuff. Argo calls them adaptations. I don't see any downside to floating around instead of running. Though I really could use more exercise. What need have you for that when you can fly? I mean, have you seen Argo and Dakota? They're like... supermodels. I look kind of tubby next to them, don't you think? Boy, trust me when I tell you. The creatures of this canyon can see something in your spirit they would do anything to get their hands on. It is far more desirable than a flesh prison. Hey, only I get to call my body a flesh prison. Speaking of, are you going to stay in here then? Are you going to come with me? Mm, I think I shall. It's nice here. Just, when you see something pretty, you'll tell me about it, won't you? Deal. What should I call you anyway? Banshee is fine. Really? It's a little, um, ominous. I quite like that. And besides, I said I'm the only one I've ever met. Well, um, welcome to me, I guess. This body's uh, 20-something years old and uh, it's kind of creaky already. But who doesn't love a bit of a fixer-upper? <laughs> it's got good bones. That's what I like to say. And oh, these love handles? Love handles? Yeah, you gotta love them. They're so squishy. Squish. You feel that? Faintly. Please don't do that again. In that moment, I feel another chill. But this one's not coming from inside me. This one's actually the wind. 
Careful, boy. We are not alone. Somebody's watching us, right? Ow! A rock falls and hits me in the shoulder. Something's up there. Did you feel that? Of course. If I can feel your love handles, I can feel the pain of a rock. Your pain is mine now, and mine yours. Do we run from it? Run? <laughs> Nay, child, we fight. Caravan was created by me, Tozaman, and produced by Misha Stanton and me. This episode was written and directed by yours truly with performances by Sushant Adlaka as Samir, Giancarlo Herrera as Argo, Danielle Shamaya as Dakota, and Lisette Alvarez as Banshee. Sound editing by Pacific Obadiah. Sound design by Misha Stanton and Ana Rodriguez. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham. Additional music by Misha Stanton and Ilya Trujano via Fugue. Visual art by Marina Vermillion. Press kit by Kyle Boyce. If you'd like to make sure the wagons keep on rolling, you can help us out by spreading the word and leaving us a five-star rating and review. It's a huge help in getting us noticed on the charts. And if you can spare it, you can pledge on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash caravanradio. We've got great rewards for patrons, like our patrons-only Discord channel launching this month, caravan-themed spells and monster stat blocks for your 5th edition D&D game, and even a transformation into a lord of hell who gets shouted out in every episode. Our home on the web is whisperforge.org slash caravan, where you can find transcripts for each episode, links to subscribe to the show wherever you like to listen, and ways to review us on your listening app of choice. You can also email us at caravan at whisperforge.org or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Caravan Radio. If you send us something really funny, memorable, or just downright thirsty, we might even give it a read in the credits. This week, our favorite message was from Melissa Hartman, who wrote to us in a tweet, I'd pay money to be Betsy so Samir could ride me. Thanks for riding with us. Y'all come back soon now. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.